Welcome to Tuning In. I'm your host, Catherine Peloso-Smith, and I'm here to talk all things intuitive wellness, natural nutrition, raising the vibe, and reconnecting to your truest self. I'm a practicing holistic nutritionist and spiritual life coach who has completely transformed from feeling ill and disconnected to now living the healthiest, most vibrant life I could have ever imagined. I truly believe that by tuning into your mind, body, and soul as your magical gateway, you too can achieve higher levels of wellness and start living your most nourished life. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, lovelies. Welcome to Tuning In, the ultimate intuitive lifestyle podcast. Keyword today especially is intuitive. (laughs) We are going to be diving right into intuitive eating, how to become an intuitive eater, what that can look like for you what it even means to eat intuitively, all of that. And this is a practice that is very close to my heart because it's something that I have incorporated in my lifestyle to really help me manage past experiences of a very negative relationship to food and a very difficult struggle with what it means to eat food and the emotional side of eating and food for fuel versus food for <laughs> soothing and the other side of the the spectrum of major diet culture counting calories, you know, treating my body as if she was a machine, which she is definitely not. We are learning this more and more that we are holistic beings. We are not calories in equals calories out and vice versa. And there isn't a computer technology that can, you know, decide exactly what it is you need to eat, when you need to eat, how much you need to eat, all of that kind of stuff. And it's really about us tuning in and listening to our bodies and understanding what it is we need in that moment of eating, not eating, and just really connecting to our, not just our bodies and our minds, but our entire being. That's what it's all about. So what is intuitive eating even? It, it's a mind, body, spiritual practice. And the definition is basically that the framework of intuitive eating, it integrates your instincts, your emotions, and your rational thought. And it's often used these days, I've seen in the nutrition world as an anti-diet method of weight management, which can be very helpful. It's a new perspective to take into consideration if you are looking to work on losing weight, releasing fat, managing your weight. However, it is also a practice of nourishing your physical body through this ultimate connection to your entire being. So your mind, your body, your soul, your spirit, 
however you want to talk about that, but it's it's really taking all of it into consideration, not just on the physical level. So there are a few ways to integrate intuitive eating into your lifestyle. And I want to go through those with you today. And they kind of lead into each other. So as I start to talk about one, it will very, you know, naturally lead into the other. Um, And I just want to preface this by saying intuitive eating is a practice. It is a lifestyle. There is no perfection. There is no sort of end result that you finally reached that you are well, I'm I'm done. I've eaten intuitively and everything should work for me now. It's it's not like that. It is a a mindset shift. It is a physical shift and it is a higher being shift of connection. And that is where the intuition comes into play. We cannot eat intuitively if we are not connected to our intuitive being. And that in itself is a whole entirely, it's not separate, but it's its a big part of the practice. So tuning into your intuitive self and learning those cues and what that looks like, it is an ongoing practice. It's a muscle that you have to keep using in order for it to, to work in your life. So Let's start off. The first thing that you really have to understand when it comes to intuitive eating is letting go of the diet mentality and the diet culture. This was a big thing for me when I first started to really tap into eating intuitively. I had to let go of thinking that certain foods are quote unquote bad for me. And that I had to be eating a certain number of calories and just treating my body as if she were a machine. We're not. We're not machines. (laughs) As I said a little bit earlier, there are so many factors that play a part in how our body processes and nourishes itself using food. And I will say that You know, staying away from certain foods because they don't make you feel good is a completely different story. That is not the diet culture, the diet mentality that, you know, carbs are bad or that fat is bad for me and I shouldn't be having that because so-and-so says so. That whole almond idea as well, where it's like, I'm only going to have 10 almonds because that's 100 calories. (laughs) It's just like... All of these ideas that have been planted in our heads about what is right and what is wrong, especially when it comes to weight loss specifically. So not everybody wants to incorporate intuitive eating for weight loss, but it usually will stem from that, that or just in general, a poor relationship with, with our food. And that can stem from a lot of different areas, including, you know, just how we grew up with food and, and what we were exposed to and just the, the thoughts and ideas that we've had around food in general. So number one is doing whatever you can to drop that diet mentality and instead looking at your body as a whole being. 
And part of that is learning to understand your body and your mind and your soul and getting to know what works for you and what doesn't work for you. What actually feels good in your body? What doesn't feel good in your body? And this part of intuitive eating is called (laughs) before you can actually, yeah, like before you can actually eat intuitively and tap into that intuition, you have to go through the process of clearing the fog. And I do talk a lot about this in this podcast with my clients on social media. Clearing the fog is this next step. It's moving into what is blocking me from tuning in to my intuition? What is blocking me from tuning into my body, tuning into my my thoughts, all of that kind of stuff? It's just really learning what, what foods, what ingredients, what might be creating like physical inflammation or discomfort in your body, but also what lifestyle habits you know, what thought and belief patterns are you currently holding on to that aren't serving you? What aspects of your life are not allowing you to truly tap into that intuitive, you know, innate ability that we all have to connect with your being, with your entire being? And clearing the fog can look like removing foods that don't make you feel good, right? Maybe you notice that dairy just doesn't sit well in your body right now. So by removing that, it clears the space where you are less inflamed. Maybe you don't have as many symptoms that are blocking your ability to see what feels good in your body. And when we are able to clear this fog, you know, even when it comes to these thoughts and beliefs, like maybe you have beliefs about yourself or thoughts about yourself that you're not worthy, right? Maybe that you're not good enough. These thoughts are are holding you back. These belief patterns are holding you back. They're not serving you. And those are the type of things that create this, I like to call it fog. And it kind of just blocks your ability to see and really tune into your body. So one of those things that it blocks you from understanding and seeing and knowing is your hunger cues. And that's a big part of eating intuitively is understanding and learning what it feels like to be hungry, like real hunger. And I get a lot of clients that come to me who really want to start practicing intuitive eating, but they they just can't hear the messages that their body is sending them yet. It's it's too jumbled up. There's too much noise going on. There's too much fog. And in order for them to be able to really understand whether or not they're hungry in the first place, they do have to clear away some of that fog, whatever that looks like for them. It's a very personal thing, very individual aspect. And Once you're able to do that, you can start to hear the messages that your body sends you, the true hunger cues, the difference between cravings, the difference between, you know, emotions coming into play, 
all of these types of things, right? Maybe you had some food sensitivities that were that were there in the fog. So whatever it is that you can clear, it just allows more space for you to connect with your body and your mind and your soul. <laughs> and I will say that, you know, I'm not a fan of restriction and the whole premise of intuitive eating is not to restrict. But if there is a food that is making you feel bloated and gross or or moody and irritable, it's 100% in your best interest to try and avoid that food as much as possible. And I think of it as like, if you were feeding your baby or your dog, right? Like a certain type of food and they started to feel unwell. Maybe they were like, they weren't going to the bathroom or maybe they were going too much or they were having skin breakouts and rashes or they were complaining about stomach pains or something like that. You would try to figure out what was the cause and you would stop feeding them that food, right? Like, so why don't we do this for ourselves? Why do we continue to feed ourselves these foods (laughs) when we know that they don't make us feel good, where we feel gross, we feel lethargic and low vibe. Like it's, they're not doing us any service. So let's cut them out and stay away from those foods. Not because they are quote unquote bad foods. And, you know, if you were to eat them every once in a while, depending on the person, they're not going to completely knock you off your feet, hopefully. But if they're not serving you, why are we continuing to incorporate them into our diet? It's It comes back to a lot of those emotional feelings of self-worth and self-respect and self-love, right? We want to treat ourselves with the highest levels of self-worth. And in order to do that, we have to stay away from things that aren't doing us any, any good. Right. So that's how I look at clearing the fog. It's not a restriction. It's more of a form of self-care and self-love to to honor your body with foods that make you feel good. So in this way of clearing the fog, what it does is it really helps you to Allow yourself to feel hunger. Understand your true hunger cues. And this is the next step of intuitive eating. You have to know what hunger feels like so that you know when you're hungry, when you're not, when to fuel and when to rest. Because if we're constantly feeding our body when we're not hungry, so many other things come into play. Our hormones come into play. Digestion is a constant. Your body is always looking to digest. And if you are constantly feeding yourself, (laughs) then you don't really know what it feels like to truly be hungry. So part of the intuitive eating process or practice is giving yourself that time to feel hunger. And for some people, that is an actual 
stomach feeling. And I do have an episode all about, do you know your hunger cues? So if you want to dive into that a little bit more, what are hunger cues? What does that look like? Listen to that episode. Episode number nine, do you know your hunger cues? That's a key one to understanding what that looks like for you. For me, it's a feeling in my stomach of a little bit of emptiness. Sometimes I'll feel like some grumbling, a little bit of like stomach gastric juices or like, (laughs) you know, and that is my true hunger feeling. And having to ask myself in certain situations where I'm like looking through the cupboard or the fridge, it's like, do I have that feeling in my stomach? Or is this more of a a mental hunger that I'm experiencing? Or is this more of an emotional hunger? Is it physical hunger? And it's just about learning what those feel like, noticing the difference between that for you. The next step for that is eating your meals or eating your food until you actually just feel full. (laughs) Same thing goes for hunger feelings as it does for feelings of fullness. What does full feel like? And fullness happens before we start to feel completely like, oh, I can't fit any more food inside of me. And it's a feeling of just general satisfaction and knowing when to stop eating because we are physically complete versus emotionally complete. And it's those are two very different things. For example, if you were sitting down and you're eating a meal and it's so delicious and it's so wonderful, you're loving every bite of it and, you know, you eat 3 quarters of it and you're like, "I I'm I feel like I'm, you know, I'm satisfied, but there's more on my plate." And this food is so delicious and so good that I want to keep eating it because whatever reason, I don't want to waste it or it is so yummy that I just want to keep eating it or, you know, so many other factors that can come into play. I should maybe eat more because I don't know when I'm going to be eating next and I should probably fill myself up for that reason. There's so many mental and emotional components that come into our eating habits. And really, the only thing we need to listen to in that moment is, am I physically complete here? Have I eaten enough food to feel satisfied, not overdone, not blown up like a balloon, not fully stuffed that I have to undo my pants, but just satisfied? And knowing that you can leave a little bit of food on your plate, you can pack it up as leftovers, right? You can, you can throw it out. This is something that I have struggled with. I, you know, have a hard time wasting food. I don't like throwing food out. So oftentimes it's like I have to stop myself from eating my kids' leftovers or making sure that nothing gets thrown into the garbage. And coming to terms with the fact that it's okay, food is abundant, and especially in our lives, we are very fortunate and very lucky that we have enough food and there will be food there. It is not a lack and this resource that we are so lucky to be able to have an abundance of. 
And this is a mentality to get into that will also help you know when to stop, when you feel physically complete, and knowing that there will be another meal and you can have leftovers and everything is well and okay and you are safe and you are healthy and X, Y, Z, (laughs) all of the above. So part of that and understanding your true hunger cues, knowing the feelings of hunger, knowing the feelings of fullness is so, so key. And then this next step that comes into play with that is having that respect and that love for yourself and that self-worth for yourself to know when you are complete and to carry this on into a further connection to your intuitive self as well. These are these are the emotional feelings, the higher levels of physicality, <laughs> just being on that physical level of hunger and consuming food and nourishing your body on a physical level. We have to nourish our bodies in respect and love and worth as well. And interestingly enough, (laughs) I find this super interesting that these feelings, these experiences of self-respect, self-love, self-worth are energetically connected to the digestive system. So if you think of the stomach and the pancreas and the liver, your intestines, this sort of area of your body the emotions that are connected with that from your solar plexus are this self-worth as well. So acknowledging that the emotions and thoughts that could arise in this area and the connection that they have to this part of your body are so intertwined. So when we are able to nourish ourselves with respect, nourish ourselves with love and worth, it will also raise the vibration of your digestive system and improve how you feel in general and intuitively together know when things feel out, when things feel off, when things feel good, when you might need to pay a little bit more attention to this part of your physical body. And they just work intertwinely, if that's hard. I always don't know if I'm saying actual words here, but whatever you're experiencing in your life emotionally can be connected to your physical being through food, through how you're eating, what you're eating, how much you're eating. And part of this step is noticing just where you're at. Where are you at when you sit down to have a meal? If you're having these thoughts and emotions that are telling you to continue eating, even though physically you might feel satisfied and full, where are these thoughts and emotions coming from? So something else to think about in this space, and sometimes we call this like emotional eating is a term that you probably have heard of. And this could be like mindless, mindfulness eating, whatever you want to call it. It's actually about tuning into what is it that I actually need in this moment? 
And sometimes it has nothing to do with food because food is physical. It's energetic as well. It carries a vibration and you're nourishing your body every time you consume food on a whole bunch of different levels, not just physically. However, when it comes to fullness and completeness, sometimes we will continue to eat even though our bodies don't need the extra fuel, the extra nourishment from food specifically. Sometimes what we actually need is something totally different. Connection, maybe love, maybe it's just fresh air, (laughs) maybe it's moving your body, you need to go for a walk or stretch. Maybe it's comfort that you're looking for. Maybe it's the feeling of safety, of calmness. Maybe it's an emotional release. Maybe you need to release some emotions. Maybe there's some stagnant energy, emotions, thoughts, or feelings that are pent up in your body. And, you know, maybe there's stress that needs to be released there. And we utilize food often as the the way to manage all of that. Sometimes we don't actually know what it is that we need and we're using food to provide us with a sense of connection, provide us with a sense of love, provide us with comfort or emotional calmness, right? And that's where the idea of emotional eating comes into play because what you need in that moment does not need to come from food. And there's a whole psychology on this, right? And it's how we self-soothe or find our self-worth or love on ourselves can be to utilize food to do that. And I'm telling you today that you don't have to use food to provide you with all of those things. So sometimes it's just about stopping in those moments, giving yourself the time to consume your food and really listen to your body throughout the whole process, trying to understand where where do I go when I'm in this mindless eating state? What is it that I'm trying to deal with or cope with? What am I trying to suppress? What am I ignoring? And using the food to cover that up. And these are things that we might need to take a deeper look at, not the food itself every time. Hey, are you ready to start taking action on your life now? Are you ready to start clearing the fog so you can better see and understand what works for your wellness If so, then I have just the thing for you. My signature program, Back to Your Being, a 12-week self-led, self-discovery journey to guide you step-by-step in designing your ultimate intuitive lifestyle. What does that mean, you ask? It means you will dive deep into all areas of your wellness, including everything from the foods you eat, how you digest them, to the mindset you have, to the energies you attract, and how to use them in a way that is going to work for you to help you live your healthiest and most fulfilling life. 
one that you feel good about waking up to every morning. This is the only program out there that encompasses the entire mind, body, and spirit to support you in creating a healthy and intuitive way of living on a completely personalized level. Want to learn more? Check out the link in the show notes to find out all that is possible for you. And to apply, simply book a discovery call today and together we can get you started on creating your ultimate intuitive lifestyle. This episode is, it's a very complex one, I feel, because this information is not the same for each individual. So you have to take your own body and your own self into consideration. So let's just go back and briefly remember the steps that I mentioned today. So number one is letting go of this diet mentality and culture. Drop it, start fresh. We are letting go of that. (laughs) Step two is clearing the fog. So this, of course, is going to be such a personalized experience. This is something that we do in my signature program, the Back to Your Being program. It is the first step to every single health journey. I believe it is so important. Once we're able to clear the fog, we can bring in everything that we need to support a healthier you. (laughs) And then step three is from there, once you're able to clear the fog, you can understand your body better, your mind better, your lifestyle habits better. You can understand your true hunger and satiety cues when you're full, when you're hungry, and all of the other messages that your body will be sending you. You can hear your body way better once you're able to clear the fog. And creating this connection with your entire being when it comes to just listening to your your needs on a mind body spirit level and then from there just incorporating more of that self-respect self-love self-worth and practicing that in your life as well and noticing the emotions that come up when it comes to food and understanding what it is that you actually need in these moments of maybe feeling like you are lost in the mindless eating world, or you might be overeating and you're not able to understand the difference between hunger and satiety. What is it that that you are suppressing? What is it that you're trying to cope with or deal with? What are those emotions that are coming up for you? And that is a good place to start to look as well. And Overall, intuitive eating really is about listening to your cues, that true hunger, knowing when to go and when to stop, and understanding that there's no perfection in this. There's no perfect number of calories. There's no portion sizes or macros or nutrients that your body needs because you are a very complex being. You're not a machine. And that's what I want you to take home. If there's anything that you take home from this is knowing that you're not a machine. You are a complete multi-level dimensional being that requires nourishment on all of these different levels. So 
We nourish ourselves physically with food and nutrients, but we also need to nourish ourselves through our emotions and our love for ourselves as well. And they're pretty separate. (laughs) We don't need to intertwine the two of them. And so when you are looking at intuitively fueling your body, it's about just that, knowing when you've fueled enough. We don't need to overfuel our bodies with physical food. And we can overfuel our bodies with self-love and self-worth and self-respect anytime. And I want you to know that you can eat the foods that you love and that make you feel good and know when enough is enough and know when, you know, you want to have something and indulge in something and enjoy it and taste it and experience it. And it's just a whole different level of of eating and putting that into practice, connecting with your higher intuition, listening to your body, knowing what works for you, what doesn't work for you. That is what intuitive eating is all about. And it's so possible. It's just a practice. It's just every day, every time you sit down to have a meal, asking yourself, am I hungry? You know, when am I feeling full? Is there anything else in this moment that I can do for myself that doesn't have to do with the food itself? And it's all about nourishing yourself on these different, these different levels through your mind, through your body, and through your spirit. So <laughs> if you found this helpful in any way, insightful, if you, you know, have any questions, please reach out to me. I am on Instagram at mind.body.spirit.mama. You can email me. All the information is in the show notes. I would love it if you could share this, follow along, um, like it, all of the things. And I hope that you can start integrating this into your own lifestyle if you feel so called to do so (laughs) intuitive eating is is a really special practice and i believe it's something that we all have the the right to having in our lives and feeling and understanding so that is it for today i love you love you love you don't forget to love yourself and have yourself an absolutely beautiful day Bye.